0: hi guys and uh welcome to another episode of brian aldridge's true crime political election conspiracy sports talk podcast this week i audition my wife's daughter carlina as a co-host karate brian sits in the captain chair straightens us out and we talk about problematic sayings and tiktok lexicon and maybe we'll bring a guest on Okay, I guess uh, <clears throat> let's just get started. Let's settle in. Um, how are you today? Good. Good. If you didn't know, I am auditioning a co-host. I don't know if I covered it that well in the intro. I haven't filmed that yet. But we are auditioning. My Carlina is going to tr- be a co-host today. She is my wife's daughter, which by law makes her my daughter, my daughter-in-law. Carlina, everybody. Hello. And um, sitting in the the captain's chair over there is the producer of the show, The Backbone, if you will, and even if you won't. Karate Brian, what do you got for us today? Good stuff right there, Brian. (laughs) Uh, If you don't know, my name is Brian Aldridge. I am a stand-up comedian. I tour the country and Michigan, and I do comedy shows. I have been doing so since about the year 2005 when the White Sox won the World Series. Um, I've toured with comedians such as, I've opened for Dave Chappelle, heard of him, Bill Burr, uh, Brent Crystals, Tom Segura's wife, two generations of Wayans brothers, John Mulaney, T.J. Miller, been in a car with Lil Rel, lived with Craig Robinson from The Office. So if you have a favorite comedian, I might have drove him somewhere or bombed in front of him. We're trying to gain me some exposure. We're trying to bring me and Carlina for this episode into your lives. Uh, We're trying to bust out our uh, social media. Also, I got Aldridge Comedy on the Instagram. We're 42 followers shy of what was once over 10,000. We had a little Mr. Rogers (laughs) post uh, finagle or fin- It's your first scandal of
1: 2023. First
0: scandal of 2023. Posted an innocent Mr. Rogers meme. Lost about 126 followers. I told
1: you not to post it.
0: You did tell me not to post it. But uh, <laughs> we're here uh, pretty soon. Uh, we just did uh, McCurdy's Comedy Theater again in uh, Sarasota, Florida. Did a couple shows Friday. Went really well. Worked out a new bit about getting robbed. Finally found the punchline for that joke. So come on out to my show and catch that. That'll be good. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend?
1: Um uh, I didn't do any comedy shows, I'll tell you that much. Oh. I did some research.
0: Well, we had other big events in our lives last week. Uh Seuss the Dog.
1: Oh.
0: Our our pet. He had his back went out again. He's got a back of an old man. Uh I wish we could play uh sound clips. Cause right now I would be his back got hurt. Was it a vertebrae? Spinal. It (laughs) was spinal. (laughs) Spinal. He hurt his back again. Not as bad this time. We pumped him full of steroids. So Seuss will be ready to go. Uh, That's good news for us. That is
1: great news. It's always good news.
0: So uh, what are we going to talk about today on the podcast? On Brian Aldridge's true crime political conspiracy? Sports talk. Sports talk podcast.
1: I think today we are going to talk about a dark history or the not so innocent side of com- Well, hold on a
0: minute. I'm going to stop you right there because you kind of let on that we were going to talk about sayings that can be construed as racist or have racist origins. Yes. Yet you're going to start with a dark history. Yes. Okay.
1: Dark as in night.
0: Bold choice.
1: <laughs> a dark history as right. in the night. Sure. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Anyways, so starting us off, I have one that I'm, I, I think I'm kind of guilty of saying So this. what are
0: these? What we're doing? Hold okay, on. I'm just... Okay, okay, res- okay. We're going to... You tell me if I'm wrong on this. We're going to come up with some old idioms, sayings, forms of speech, like just things we use typically okay. in, in, in language every day. And maybe some, we have an inkling that they could be a little racist or problematic. Maybe we don't. And you'll tell us the origin and all of those things.
1: I think, I think how we should do it is I say it and you tell me why it's, it's bad. Oh, I like this already. <laughs> I like
0: where this is going already.
1: Okay. You know
0: what I'm going to do? Here's the best part. <laughs> You're not going to know it right now how funny this is. But a couple of these things, I'm going to go in and edit and bleep it out. So it sounds like you're saying just a horrible racial slur. Don't do that I'm to gonna, me. Don't I'm do gonna, that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe you'd say that. I can't <laughs> believe my wife's daughter, she wasn't raised that way. Oh, my God. Okay.
1: So starting off, starting us off strong, why do you think the term grandfathered in is problematic? And let's let's do the spelling bee style. If you don't understand it, I can say it in a sentence.
0: Oh, I you just have one. You have a, <laughs> a grandfather. You got a grandfather. I, I I think I know this one.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna dance around it a little bit. Look, can you use it in a sentence? Grandfathered. In?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was grandfathered in to that rent price.
0: Okay. Here's what we got: some sore subjects with the legitimacy of my grandfather. Oh, uh, he's uh, we 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 did these 23 uh, and me tests, and yeah. you guys didn't twenty three and me again sponsor of the show twenty three and me. How black are you? No, oh, stop. Uh. We did those tests. Should have been about 12.5% Native American. They couldn't find the 12.5% anywhere. So that's a big problem. Um, but Grandfather Dan, I happen to know why this is the case. Because most African American, or as they say, black citizens at the time, had one had no idea who the grandfather was because they were separated True. I mean, they were separated from their families all the time. But it was a, a way of kind of just through who's been here first. If your grandfather wasn't uh, born here or a citizen of this country, then you didn't have some of the rights that. Which even up until the 2016 election where uh, Donald John Trump won, they were talking about instituting a for grandparent law. Voting really until they realized that would make him ineligible to vote, yeah. So,
1: like most Americans,
0: but yeah, I do think is that it? Is that is it the grandfather? That
1: is pretty close. Um, it's it's right on it's right on the nose. It did, which by the way
0: is a racist thing, it is, it's against Jewish people. Go ahead,
1: are you serious?
0: Completely, go ahead.
1: Wow, this is a very educational video, okay? So, anyways, it is correct. Um, it did continue to deny black people the right to vote. I gotta stop they-
0: you right there. I snuck a joke in there, and I feel like if you're listening to the podcast, you understood, but Carlena didn't, so uh right on the nose is not an anti-Jewish saying. Don't worry. Go ahead. I
1: thought you were being serious. Go on. I thought I was the problem. Uh, no, no, no.
0: I am typically the problem.
1: <laughs> okay. But <laughs> And it also continued all the way to like the 50s, where they would say, okay, if you don't have a white grandfather and a trace of white lineage, then you weren't allowed in certain schools, in certain districts, in certain communities. It was really bad. Um, And so obviously it has been construed to more following the old rules or the rules of the land or things like that.
0: Yeah. And there's Um, a lot of people who want to bring that back. They wear red hats and stuff like yeah, that.
1: <laughs> Storm the Capitol. Yeah. January 6th is a great day. Yeah. Um, but.
0: It's just a little tomato tomato going on. Tomato tomato. Yeah. That's
1: all it is. But yeah, so it has kind of a, a dark history. It's not.
0: Okay, you gotta stop that. <laughs> you gotta stop saying a dark history.
1: It has a bad history.
0: Well, now they're bad because they're dark? Oh
1: my god. There's a problematic history behind the term. Okay. Thank you.
0: I accept that. Okay. Glad. All right. I'm going to tell my grandfather.
1: <laughs> All right. So, moving on to the next one, we have Peanut Gallery.
0: Oh, yeah, use it in a sentence, first of all.
1: So, this is actually one I've never heard someone say. I have.
0: You're not woke enough. You're right. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. You haven't heard him say this, use the same.
1: I've never heard somebody say peanut gallery.
0: uh, My teachers would all say that. Like, if they're like, all right, we don't need anything from the peanut gallery. Or, like, say you're on stage. And people are talking. You're like, all right, from the peanut gallery. Like, uh, it's, a little, it's a little bit of a dated saying. Mm-hmm. And I know why it's, no one's using it anymore and why it's so racist or whatever or problematic. Yeah. It's because these kids are all allergic to peanuts now. You're
1: right. We You're don't want right. Like, you know
0: what I'm saying? Like, you, these, these legumes <laughs> yeah. <are> out here, <laughs> they're up here clogging throats, <laughs> giving people rashes. And we just can't take lightly. You're you know right. the peanut gallery. Why is it? You tell us. It has something to do with uh, being able to afford cheap seats at the theater. Um, yeah. yeah. So
1: the history behind it is that it's a classist term that referred all the way up until the mid 1990s. Yeah. To where a predominantly black or Hispanic people were only able to afford the tickets in the back. Yeah. As well as they wouldn't sell closer tickets to minorities. Yeah. And so therefore, it got referred to in a lesser sense of the peanut gallery.
0: <laughs> Which, by the way, the, if you are referencing black and minorities and peanuts and peanuts, George Washington Carver didn't invent the peanut, right? Or was sure. Slow play killing the whiteies. Yep. So there's he had that.
1: he had that in the bag. Yeah,
0: because I've never met anyone who wasn't white allergic to peanuts.
1: They got predisposed in the peanut gallery.
0: They got predisposed. <laughs> <in> the peanut. <laughs> so peanut yeah. gallery you can't say that. That's racist or is it classist? Uh, both. Little of both. A Little both. bit of both. That's how you know it's a good one.
1: Yeah. Um, now, this one, this one is a little bit, I was surprised to see this one because I, I mean, I guess I understood that it's bad, but I didn't think that it was bad to say, so to say. What I is? understood the history behind it, but the term is inner city. The inner city. The inner city.
0: The best use of this ever, <laughs> inner city, was 1988. Ravishing Grick Rude comes out. It's SummerSlam. He's facing the Junkyard Dog. hmm And he tells the crowd, all you fat, out of shape, inner city sweat hogs. Oh. Keep the noise down while I take off my robe and show you all what a real man looks like. And so inner city, going to be part of my lexicon, irregardless of how bad you tell me it is.
1: <laughs> so inner city, it refers to something that I think we all know about. And I don't necessarily think that it's inherently bad. I think it depends on the context in which you use it.
0: Yeah. Like, um, thug.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) If, if the, 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 like a thug is supposedly anyone of any race up to (laughs) no good. But it had become shorthand for something else. And yes. now, inner city, same deal. Uh, yes. Ghetto. Yes. Which, ghetto was Italian. It was like the... Yeah, it, it was yeah. the Italian. <laughs> but somehow that became... They
1: really pushed yeah. that one yeah. away. They 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 pushed that...
0: Hooligan, I've been told, is that. Yeah, Hooligan. I thought that was uh, an Irish bad guy.
1: It is. Okay. It is. It is, it is an Irish bad guy. Yeah. Oh, but, but it's they, a
0: long... They, they, they brought that into they it. They brought tomorrow. that
1: into it. They, Hooligan
0: sounds like honky almost. It does. Where, like... If you called a guy a hooligan, <laughs> he would just look at you like, what? Did you just call me a hooligan? No, like, I the guy agree. He's just like, yeah, hooligan. And he's yeah, like, hooligan?
1: I... God. <clears throat> no, but inner city typically refers to, it's a coded language to describe the implication of poverty, criminality, dependence on welfare. It's judgmental and unkind. But here's the thing. Is here's where I think that there's kind of a fine line to walk, because you can talk about like let's say an inner city school district, okay, and not be referring to a certain race, but a systematic class.
0: I've got your analogy here. (coughs) Oriental rug. Mm -hmm. Thumbs up. (laughs) Oriental Oriental person can't do that. No. Oriental soup, sure.
1: Yeah. See, I. that's
0: Oriental kid. No nope. bad. <laughs> the Orientals don't do it. Not on my watch. Not on my podcast. It's kind so of like, inner city. Like if you're talking about like a person, if you reference them as an inter inner city person, that's that doesn't yeah. fly. That shouldn't fly. You okay. can
1: use it as a, I believe, an ad a, a verb.
0: To uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, a, a noun, a location. A noun. A, yeah, a in, location. No, you, it can be it can be an adjective of a. A thing, but not a person, yeah, like yeah an inner, exactly. an inner city soccer program,
1: yeah, because there can be inner city programs that are legit in the yes, inner yeah. city realm,, yeah. and those kinds of things can but be like beneficial. inner city
0: hooligans
1: that's that's where you're crossing the line all right. it's like you gotta sort the cups I'm like here's
0: <laughs> here's what I want to know mm. we don't- right, yeah, yeah, yeah a person is not inner city I, it's the same as like uh. The illegal alien or whatever. Like, a, a person isn't illegal. Like yes. a person... Yes. You, are they... Here illegally, sure, but they aren't illegal. They're yes, a person. Yes. So, I get it. I get yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I think it's it's one of those terms that, like, is kind of walking the edge.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think if you use it in an educated and responsible manner, there's physical
0: okay. words for it. Now, will you get beat up for saying it? Nah.
1: Context.
0: Get grandfathered in. I think you can get away with peanut gallery. Inner city. I
1: don't know, man. I'd look at someone funny if they told me I'm from, like, the peanut gallery or something. Possibly.
0: Yeah. All right. What's cakewalk?
1: So, cakewalk? I actually didn't know about this. Interruption
0: incoming. I've actually won a cakewalk. Huh. At a fair. And you (laughs) paid your whatever, two tickets. And there's numbers. Uh Uh-huh. And musical chair style. Okay. And when the music stopped, they drew a number. If you were standing on that number... You won one of the items that was baked and donated. And okay. It was, that's what a cakewalk is. They
1: really should have named that something else.
0: Why?
1: Uh, so a cakewalk is rooted in the enslavement in the South and the black slaves were often forced to spend Sundays dressing up and dan- dancing in a ri- ridiculing endeavor for the appeasement of the upper white class. They competed for a cake as a reward. Nice. Regarded as fun and leisurely by the plantation owners. Yeah, because
0: that's, like, if something's going to be easy.
1: Yes. Like,
0: um, oh, we're going to go play this team or whatever. Oh, it's going to be a cakewalk. Yes. I didn't know you had to get dressed up and, and fight each other or whatever. They, what they, were what they doing?
1: They had to dance. They had to dance. They had to dance and, like, entertain the plantation owners. It was it was used as a term or a form of, like, embarrassment. Okay. And, like, I think that, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about their mindset at the time. I shouldn't say that. From the way that the article describes, it was seeming like it was a way to reward them, but I don't know. If they won. If they won. They only got the cake if they won. All right. Well, hey. It just feels like an embarrassment. Okay,
0: so it's. It's It's bad. All right. Should I say it? What about a paddy wagon?
1: So, a paddy wagon. Is actually a derogatory term for an Irish. Do you
0: man. know what a paddy wagon is? A
1: cop car?
0: No. Okay, they don't <laughs> they don't use them anymore. Yeah. But um, Saturday nights or whatever like that, uh, a paddy wagon was just it was a bigger car, uh-huh. almost like a U-Haul. Uh huh. And one fell swoop, of <laughs> they would just go rounding up drunks, rounding up criminals put them all in a mine... It was like a U-Haul truck with bars. Oh. So it was a little jail. Oh. It, that, they could carry several people at the same time, and that's what paddy wagons were. They're, they don't really use them anymore.
1: Well, this is derogatory to predominantly towards Irish people. Okay. Um, And it was because <clears throat> in the 1700s, they would call... So they would shorthand... Short-handedly call Irishman Patrick. Yeah,
0: yes, Paddy's, yeah.
1: We're Paddy's, yes. which is kind of odd, because what if you were Irish and your name actually was Patrick, though? That's
0: where it came from.
1: Because their name was Patrick?
0: I'm audibly, hold on. Let me see if this picks up me slapping my forehead. <laughs> where do you think it came from? Where do you think the saying came from? I
1: don't know. I thought it yeah, was just no, like really making fun of them.
0: Like, every Irish person you meet is going to be Ryan or Patrick.
1: Huh.
0: Or Ryan Patrick. Or Patrick Ryan.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's where that's
0: how it came that way. Yeah, all this Patty over here.
1: Oh, but anyways, they would. It was just a term they referred to rowdy, drunken Irishmen. Yep. They constantly got picked up in the back yes. of police cars or wagons. Yeah, that's. Which I, I makes would,
0: sense, and it's harming no one because it's derogatory against white people. So
1: specifically Irish. Yeah. Who cares? I said harms the Irish. Yeah. But, like... But they
0: did cause a potato famine, you know?
1: See, see, this is what I was thinking about, is I was like, there's a lot of terms on here that are towards, like, Hispanics or black people, and they're rooted in, like, these deep, terrible things. And then the one of few that I found, it was just about Irishmen being named Patrick and being drunk. Yeah. And I was like, this feels...
0: This one's not on your list, this uh-huh. next one. uh Mm-hmm. Research it if you can on the fly. We don't have to do it right now. Okay. Uh... I've heard this on MTV. Mm-hmm. That and, and I would assume it's because of like people who speak broken English or whatever. Yeah. But no can do.
1: No can do. Like yes. if
0: you ask me, hey, can you give me a ride to on Alaska? I want to, or, or can you give me a ride to Orlando right now? Yeah. I, and I said like no can do. Yep. I mean it harmlessly, but it, I, I I believe that one has. A-
1: uh yeah, the origin of that one was when. People from Eastern countries, so Asian Americans at the time in like the early 1900s, when they came to the West Coast, um, the people who were there were derogatory and mean to them. And as they were trying to learn English, they would simplify some of the terms because English is a very complex language. So they would simplify some of the terms. And one of the more common ones was no can do instead of I can't do that. Or I cannot.
0: So it is kind of, and they're the same, so they're mocking. Yeah, so they were
1: mocking them. Yeah, that's kind of And then throughout time, I guess their mocking just turned into making it its own phrase. Yeah,
0: it just, you know, like any good phrase.
1: (laughs) Any good phrase. And so they would start to like call, um, they would start to call them that. Or not call them that, but they would start to say that to them whenever they asked them or things like that. And it was a way to make fun of their English, okay. make them feel lesser than, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And um. then it just kind of, then you just forgot. and Yeah, it just
1: them. kind of adapted into our language a little bit, which is weird. Yeah. Very odd that that happened. Um, all right. Our next one, it's a little bit of an odd one. I've never heard someone say it. Okay. But it's a bugger. <clears throat> What did you say? Oh, my God. <laughs> B. What? U. G. G. E. R. B.
0: Yeah, we're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> we'll give that the old Skipsky.
1: <laughs> I've never heard someone say it, but apparently it's used to express annoyance.
0: Definitely checking that three, four, five times if I text someone that word. Go ahead. B.
1: But it's um, it's typically used against people from Selvic countries. Because they eat bugs. No. No. Oh. <laughs> because it was based off a of religion in the early middle centuries. They became part of our language to make fun of. It's an older term, but I thought it was interesting to throw it on there. All right, the next one that we have is chop-chop.
0: Chop-chop. That means fast, go fast, read it. Wait, give me a sentence, chop-chop. Like, what would you, How would you tell someone?
1: Um, if we're running late for doing our podcast, I'd be like, come on, chop-chop, let's go.
0: Do you know anyone you're related to or maybe your podcast host is married to that says that 30 times a day?
1: Not ringing a bell. Maybe. Maybe there's someone in this house. My
0: wife says, (laughs) chop, chop. She'll throw a lollipop in there, too.
1: Yeah, chop, chop, lollipop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So tell us why she's problematic.
1: She's extremely problematic. So this phrase comes from the Cantonese word, cap, or which translates to make haste. And it's generally used condescendingly towards the speaker and considers below them in status, which goes back to the people from China and those eastern countries trying to learn English. Um, and it was to make fun of their English and to make fun of the fact that they couldn't use the full sentence of, we need to go or so we need chop, to get chop. this done okay. quickly. Yes. They would also just refuse to learn the Cantonese word for it, okay. and so instead of saying "cop" or "chop" or however it's pronounced in Cantonese, I don't know the exact proper way to say it. Say it. They would just say "chop chop", chop
0: to make chop. fun of them. Gotcha. Okay, so they're making it. it's so it's us making mm-hmm. fun of people again.
1: Again, it's all okay. we ever do.
0: Hold on. Is look up producer because we'll we'll discuss the last one on your list. Mm-hmm. Look up if it's super obvious or if it, okay. Like, if I sell you tickets for more than their face value, what do I do? See, that one might be so obviously problematic. No, no, no. It's a saying. It's called scalping tickets. What? Yeah.
1: That is not what I thought you were going to say. No.
0: Like, so the the term scalping. Look it up. See if it's, uh, you know, what you can find current, like how we currently say it. It. I feel like that has to go back into the old Native American.
1: Well, yeah, I've yeah. never heard someone say that.
0: <coughs> Scalping.
1: Um. Never heard someone say that. That's interesting. I thought you were gonna say, "Uh, they jipped you."
0: No, because I'm not a horrible <laughs> person. I oh my
1: god! So you can yeah, say it
0: yourself. Scalping. Yeah.
1: Wow, yeah. I've never heard that I feel
0: like that one is pretty obvious, right? That it's...
1: I mean, yeah, it's very obvious, very oh, bad Wait, wait, whoa. whoa Did
0: we scalp the Indians or did they scalp us? And by us, don't pretend you're not mostly white
1: <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't know
0: I don't either, so I don't know We'll, we'll leave know that one we... out We can maybe even edit that one out of the show
1: Yeah Alright, I... what's,
0: what's uh, Hip Hop Hooray? Hip,
1: hip, hooray. Hip, hip,
0: hooray. That is against old people because <laughs> many of them only have one remaining natural hip.
1: <laughs> so this one was actually really interesting to me. Um, so hip, hip, hooray is derogatory of because it goes against Jewish people. So hip, I'm hip, listening. hooray was developed from German hep, hep which was a harmless call shepherds would use herding their sheep. But during the Holocaust, German citizens started using it as a rallying shout when they would hunt and murder Jewish citizens. The phrase became anti-Semitic and undertones go as far back as 1819 with HEP-HEP riots, which after the uh, World War II started to get converted into HEP-HEP hip hooray. Gotcha,
0: HEP-HEP hip, hooray.
1: Yeah. So, anti-Semitic.
0: All right. Gotta always have
1: an anti-Semitic so one So,
0: every time you go, hip, hip, hooray, you are on the wrong side of World War II.
1: That's exactly what you are. If you went back in World War II, they would think you were on the other side of it.
0: They would be like, hey, oh, I like I like this guy. His um, hair, His hair is a little dark, but...
1: Some ones that were on the articles I was reading that I thought were...
0: Interesting because I would. Some honorable mentions, real quick. Some
1: okay. honorable mentions because I can't really physically imagine somebody saying this to me.
0: Okay.
1: Was crack the
0: whip. Yeah, yeah. That means it's to. <laughs> now, yeah.
1: Who says that?
0: Anyone my age and a little older.
1: And it was like. It's to
0: get more out of your. your it's to, it's to like be stricter and things like that.
1: I guess. Yeah. I I mean, it's. And it was like it was used as like something you might say, but you shouldn't. And I'm like, I just never thought about saying that sentence.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, another. They're lazy.
0: Start smacking them with the whip.
1: Another one. Whoa, whoa. Another one was sold down the
0: river. Sold down the river. Sold down the river. I don't even know that one. So
1: okay. that one was commonly used in the South as if somebody betrays or cheats you okay. out of something. You sold, you sold them, you down, sold the them down the river.
0: Yeah, I get that. That's um, throwing them under the bus, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is so that's against Rosa Parks. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> but anyways, I've never heard someone say that. I thought it was interesting that. It
0: let's was odd. let's wrap this up with the one you wrote. You, you added to the show late. Oh, okay. Seems this seems. This leans a little more woke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is fine. Is when someone's like, uh, my spirit animal. Yes. I don't feel like they mean any
1: harm no.
0: by saying something's their spirit animal, but they're that's where you're getting into like maybe appropriating a culture or yes. something. Okay.
1: And I also think it's interesting and I added it to the list because I think that it's become very wildly used and By who? It, Millennials, mostly, it's The I worst say. generation
0: of all time. Yeah. Go tell me more. Uh, or tell me less.
1: You'll see really interesting things like hashtag adulting, hashtag some random thing is their spirit animal. Okay.
0: Oh, so it's not even an animal.
1: No, it'll be like avocado <coughs> toast. And I'm like, okay, listen. I feel like people are taking it. and Taylor sh-
0: Swift is my spirit animal. But yes. She's a human yes, being.
1: Yes, exactly. All right. And I feel like people have constructed it into something that it's not. And I, 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 I'm I, not Native American. I don't know the history where, of
0: where, it. You, where were you before you were in America?
1: Oh, okay. Anyways. You
0: were born here.
1: I'm not Native American.
0: You're a native to this and country. And
1: I don't understand Indian necessarily American. the importance of it, but I definitely don't think that... The Native Americans would say Taylor Swift is their spirit animal. No,
0: it would be like an owl or something like that. Something
1: cool. Yeah. Definitely not Taylor Swift. All right. And so I felt as though they were... I felt we could add that to the list. I think people use it too loose.
0: So good good stuff here. We're going to take a little quick break. On the other side of this break, though, I have a guest lined up. I would like to... Now, don't feel left out. Battle to stay in the conversation, Carlina. Okay. I'm going to bring someone in. We're going to talk about some maybe specific Chicago sayings.
1: Oh. So I'm, I'm going to bring see. on
0: someone from Chicago. He follows me on Twitter. On the other side of the break, on the Brian Aldridge sports talk, podcasts, election, true crime, the 44th president of these united states from chicago barack obama will be with us stay right there well no carlina i don't think police brutality is nature's way of sorting it out i think oh hi we are back on brian aldridge's true crime political election Conspiracy Sports Talk Podcast. We did have trouble patching in our guest, Barack Obama. Uh, this time it wasn't our Wi-Fi. We actually were patched in through a cord. Not secure enough or something like that, I guess what it was. On the other end, uh, Barack didn't have the security clearance to come in on the podcast. It's just... We had something to do with cookies and possible DDoS problems, so... Sorry that we weren't able to have Barack on this week. We'll try probably sometime in the future if a topic that he would have any sort of expertise comes up. So instead of going with Chicago niche sayings.
1: Niche. 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 Niche.
0: Niche. Niche. N-I-C-H-E. Niche. Niche. niche, niche, Niche. Heed. Headed. (laughs) Took head of. Took heated. (laughs) My warning. Um, What we're going to do is, I'm old, and that's funny. Uh, Carlina Young. Karate Brian, the producer, Young. TikTok is an application that you can put on your phone. It used to be called Musical.ly. It did. Before that, it was Vine. Nope. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh, And it's just little videos. And so TikTok has its own language. Carlina is going to... Give me some of the more popular, fresh, maybe uh, like, like no cap from Ohio uh, <laughs> sayings that are currently running around the TikTok sphere. And I'm going to guess what they mean and they're going to make fun of me. All right. We're ready to get started with that. I think so. What's the first TikTok lexicon <laughs> that you'll quiz me on?
1: Um, I think, I think we should start out with a strong one that's, uh, it's kind of starting to deplete in popularity right okay. now, but it was at its prime a few weeks ago. I'm going to say Riz.
0: Riz? Riz. Spell Riz. R-I-Z-Z. I'm going to tell you right now, you came out of the gate strong. Mm. But I happen to know what Riz is. Do you know what because it's- Because your wife's, or your mom's husband, your- By law, dad, Uh father-in-law, happens to possess the Riz. If I played baseball, they would call me Anthony Rizzo.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know what
0: the Riz is. I have the Riz, always have, always will. Have had the Riz.
1: Do you know what Riz comes from?
0: Yeah. It comes from your daddy, who passes it on to you. And and you just know what you're doing out there.
1: Having charisma.
0: No way. Oh. Yes. I was so born with charisma. Some people out here charisma black holes. That's not me.
1: <laughs> That's not you? A God, lot of times I go like on stage
0: that. and they unnecessarily shine a spotlight on me because you don't need to. I walk in a room full of 300 people. Everyone's looking that way anyways. So I have a feeling I'm not going to know what the rest of these are. <laughs> But, yeah, charisma stem, riz stemming from charisma, I'm loaded with it, I've got some to spare, and I'll even be selling it after the show <laughs> on the patreon.
1: all right, all right, the next the next one I would like to talk about is a little more niche niche, however you say Neaky. it <laughs> um <laughs> specifically era, so like you can say you're like in a sleigh era, okay. Or you can be in, like, your clean girl era. Okay. Or, like, a really popular one is, like, your King Kylie era. Okay. Do you know what that means?
0: Sure. What but does it mean? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, what, I don't know who King Kylie is.
1: So, King Kylie is Kylie Jenner. So, this is really... You gotta know the backstory. Okay. So, Kylie had a small... ...era, point of time in her life... Okay. ...where she referred to herself as King Kylie. Okay. And this was promoted as really the height of their, like, social media days. Like, 2016... I would say 2014 to 2016. Okay. Maybe even 2018. Those were the height of her social media days. And she even had a show... Called King Kylie. On YouTube? That, no, on Hulu. On Hulu. That had a very, like, cult following. Like, okay. a lot of people really liked it. Um, uh, But anyway, it refers to, like, being very confident, being, like, over the top, being, like, very dramatic. Gotcha. Very, like, in your element, that kind of thing. So,
0: if you are in your <laughs> King Kylie era. Yeah. You must possess the wrist. Yeah. Go on
1: um but it's also transitioned into like your clean girl era study girl era all those kinds of things
0: okay
1: um (laughs) next one is one of my favorite trends that's ever come from tiktok and it's the let me do it
0: (gasps) it's a song Ah, i have seen this it is (laughs) let me do it for you
1: are
0: you? The first I've seen it, I've seen it like uh, a long snouted dog it's reaching Bors-eye in, dog. reaching into the Pringles can to get the chips. Yeah. Pr-
1: so it's based off this guy who had two Borzoi dogs, okay, which are the dogs with a very very long snout, and then those gained popularity, and TikTok learned that like this dog is hilarious looking and it's so cute. So those dogs gained popularity, and then someone created an animation of that dog saying, let me do it for you. And now it's Kermit's voice. And it's one of my favorite trends to come off of TikTok. And now you can see.
0: Now I have one for you. Okay. What if I told you that I got that dog in me? (laughs) Yes. What if I told you that Karate Brian's got that dog in him? He studied karate. He got a white belt. He got a yellow belt. He got a blue belt. He got a purple belt. He got a brown belt. He got a black belt. He kicked people in the legs. He kicked them in the knee. He kicked them in the shoulder. What if I told you that Karate brian has got that dog in him?
1: Hey, I like that trend, too, and I like the main guy that does
0: yeah.
1: it. That one of my favorites.
0: Do you got that dog in you?
1: Probably not. What if I
0: told you Carlina got that dog in her? I
1: got the Borzai dog.
0: She got, she'd be slinging drinks at her large coffee conglomerate. She got the cops on lockdown.
1: My dog would be the boys' my dog.
0: (laughs) I love that uh, that, that dog. He got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. Because then it started as, uh, it starts as like, because then now it's even gotten so popular that you can joke off of it where like someone like, say they're super passive or, or like, I don't know, nerd, but like passive, just like running from confrontation all the time. Like, oh, he got that dog. Like It can even be used sarcastically. Exactly.
1: Okay. Now, this one's more of a question. Okay. If you saw a post that said G-R-W-M, would you know what they're referring to? That's a grown woman. No.
0: G-R-W-N, grown?
1: G-R-W-M.
0: G-R-W-M.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Groom. 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 No. Someone's getting married.
1: It's get ready with me.
0: Get ready with me.
1: Yeah, get ready with me, and it would usually be a vlog.
0: Okay. So like. B- is now is that uh, f r f r, for
1: real for real? Yeah, yeah that is for real okay. for real. But yes. And then
0: b f r like B-F- B-F-R. B-F-R. BFN for real
1: BFFR. Okay. I do like b f f r. I um have turned that into a clean version that I use sometimes at my large coffee conglomerate is. Be so for real.
0: Be so for real. Okay. Be so
1: for real. I like that one. That's personally my favorite. Um, but yeah, that one is more of a question. Get ready with me videos are um Get ready with me videos are very popular. They always have been since like early YouTube videos. Nice. But more people are starting to do them even if they don't have the same like social media platform. I love watching them. I would suggest everyone to watch them. Right.
0: Now, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I've noticed online, whether it be someone on any, any real form of social media, they'll have a stance on something. They'll believe in something. They'll have an opinion. And it, it's never really set out to another person face-to-face. It's not based on any human interaction they would have with one another. What am I talking about right now?
1: chronically online
0: chronically online describe for anyone listening to this which is more than half of us (laughs) that are over 40 years old because it's kind of what it sounds like yeah what is chronically online
1: so chronically online is it usually refers to when someone has a take on a subject or an issue that's just ridiculous in every sort of way like it's it's not realistic, it only the argument doesn't stand. it's just overall it's dumb.
0: You shouldn't have your t v up loud because some people have hearing hearing issues, yeah, but it's you're not in the room
1: yeah but
0: but but I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to listen to your yes. t v loud if I can't listen to my yes. t v loud
1: i've seen I've seen even the There shouldn't be regular parking spots in the same parking lot as handicapped parking spots because somebody could use the handicapped parking spot, even if they're not. It's things that don't work in a real-world scenario. And give or take, they want to help, they don't want to help, whatever. It's just not realistic, and usually when someone has... Just a very not valid point. They'll say they're chronically online. They're not living in the real world.
0: Okay. Well, and then uh, from what I understand, there's a list compiling. And it's just growing and growing and growing. Yes.
1: Of chronically online. Takes.
0: I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but do you know any of the things that are on this list?
1: Um, the handicapped one was one. Okay.
0: I've seen it. Go, I've seen it now. There's like 35, 36 yes. different. Yeah. there's
1: one. There was one that got recently added. I saw that we shouldn't have dogs because it's abuse to keep them in our house when they're wild the animals. The funny
0: thing that is not a chronically online thing.
1: Yeah,
0: that is PETA's policy. Oh. That is PETA's goal and their policy. Is
1: PETA chronically online?
0: Possibly. Before there was the internet. <laughs> no, but that that's not even a... That
1: they shouldn't an... have dogs? Yeah,
0: there should be no pets.
1: But what if we take care of them Doesn't matter. and help
0: there them? does they, pet matter. If it were up to PETA, there would not be pet owners. Where
1: would all the dogs go?
0: Well, once this generation has passed on, then there are no more dogs.
1: But there's still stray dogs in the world. They're,
0: I mean, they'll be gone in eight or nine years. PETA's mission is to eliminate all dogs.
1: That's so sad. Yes, that is sad. But I love dogs.
0: That's well, then We gotta do everything we can to stop PETA. <laughs> we
1: gotta stop PETA, man.
0: Oh. Give me an on-the-spot example of like make it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something that's chronically online. Give me your hot take. <laughs> right now, you're dropping. Now you're here, let me let me put let me set the stage for you. Okay. You don't work at the coffee conglomerate. Okay. You often will apply for jobs. Uh-huh but the patriarchy stops you from filling out the application Mm. because you're not going to go ask a man for an application. You're right. Your hair has been dyed blue for 31 years, but you're only 20 years old. Okay. Spit me out a a nice chronically online take.
1: My chronically online take is if I were valued in society, I would get offered Jobs and I wouldn't have to apply to them because applying is similar to racist institutions when they would judge you on your appearance and physical disability. Dissipi- wow, physical abilities and allow for you to work for them.
0: I think being fat is not being fat uh-huh. means you're racist,
1: not being fat. Or not even let's not even say fat. Not being overweight in the BMI scale is classist.
0: I'm down with that.
1: Because you have the ability to afford the food. And 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 if you
0: can't afford the food, you shouldn't eat it because some people can't.
1: Taking all genetics out of it. I
0: can't bench press five hundred who are we kidding? I can bench press uh, five (laughs) hundred. I can bench press. But pretend I can't bench press five hundred pounds. No one should bench press five hundred pounds because I can't bench press. Hear me out. All right.
1: There shouldn't be public gyms with public weights because that is fat phobic.
0: Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Moving on. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's put this thing to bed. We got a little game as we do at the end of the. And I, man, I'll tell you what. You know who would love to play this game? Who? Barrio.
1: <laughs> yeah, Barack would've.
0: Obama would have crushed he this would've. one. He's got the he's got the dossier on all of these people, so he wouldn't have the inside he information. He got that dog in him. He got that dog <laughs> in him, too. He would have loved it. We'll have to settle for just the two of us playing. I
1: guess. We're going to
0: end things off with a little celebrity game like we've been doing the past couple episodes. Um, Karate Brian, the producer, is going to flash us a celebrity. And we're going to say if they played a sport in high school and which one we think they played. And... Who is first? KB. Terry Crews. Terry Crews plays... Everyone knows who Terry Crews is. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. He, uh... I happen to know off the bat, so I would like for you to guess first.
1: Okay. Well, based on Terry how-
0: Crews played uh, Chris Rock's dad or whatever and Everybody Hates Chris... He's in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's I he's know in who all the Terry I- Cruz is. people listening may, may white may, chicks. They'll know who he is, but then when I keep saying things, uh, did Old Spice commercials and things like that.
1: White so. chicks. White chicks. Okay, Terry. What Cruise. would be your guess? Minivans roll. Sorry, that's Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Terry Crews. Uh, but anyways, Terry Crews. I definitely think based off just his strength and ability, I'm gonna say football. And I think he probably was, like, I feel like he was, like, a mega athlete in high school. I
0: happen to know Terry Crews played for the San Diego Chargers.
1: He played in the NFL? He played in the
0: NFL, yeah. Oh,
1: my God. uh, So So he was, like, good at football. He
0: was a, you know, he bounced around for a little bit before he became I mean, he got
1: in the NFL. Yeah, so he's a good (laughs) player.
0: So he played. It's
1: not undermine Terry Crews here.
0: Now, what you might not know is he was actually on his high school's billiards team.
1: Really? Yeah, but he he also serrano. played
0: pool, and that's not true. <laughs> made
1: it up. I just
0: made that up, but that's.
1: Um, I feel like I when you've school, got the riz, mm-hmm.
0: you can make things up on the fly like that. But
1: I feel like in high school, Terry Crews would have played everything. He, he might been, have been like the triathlon. He might have like he was just the all around. And if we're gonna be chronically guy.
0: online, that's
1: racist.
0: He took away a lot of spots from other kids he who maybe weren't. Did.
1: In- who maybe weren't. And af- good as le- athletic shape as Terry Crews,
0: The Rock. Do you know? Have
1: football? you been Have
0: you been watching the show Young Rock?
1: <laughs> I know he was wrestling. Well, obviously,
0: uh, you said football.
1: Yeah, wrestling. Do you, do you and football, know if he played? Do you know if
0: he played college football? Yes. Do you know where he played college football?
1: I'm gonna take a random guess.
0: Go ahead. Alabama. He played for the Miami Hurricanes. Oh. And we were blessed with the, now now The Rock.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He's been at Hollywood 20 years. No one's made more money at the box office. fifty million followers on Instagram, a tequila company. Just a cultural icon. Uh-huh. Great WWE superstar that we may have never had if Warren Sapp didn't go play football at the University of Miami and take The Rock's position, put him on the bench.
1: Oh, poor Rock.
0: So, yeah, he happened. Uh, Jason Statham, action movie star. Do you know anything about him?
1: Jason Bourne?
0: I don't know. I think he was in Fast and the Furious. Car Crash, Car Crash 6.
1: I don't know who that is. I do.
0: He's an action star. He's been oh. in everything. Okay. I would hold assume he played on. soccer or something. I'm going
1: to look up a picture on the fly. I All don't right. know people's names. Oh, I know who that is. The producer has one for you. That's what I he's know who for. that yeah. is. You're telling me that's not Jason Bourne? No, that's Jason- not 007 guy? You're lying.
0: Okay. What do you think Jason Statham, do you think he oh. played sports in high school?
1: I feel like he played something weird. I feel like he was like a tennis guy or something.
0: He was part of a British diving team. See,
1: I knew it was Here's something best
0: part. weird. He went to school in the United States of America. <laughs> still joined. Still joined the British diving team. That was that was some spy level stuff even as a kid.
1: I'm telling you, he's 007. Does
0: anyone your age know who George Clooney is?
1: I, I think so. I I'm think... not
0: being sarcastic.
1: I'm trying to think of something I would know he was in. I mean, we'll he, was, he was
0: uh, the guy.
1: I do know who yeah. he is. He was in a movie we watched recently. Oh Jesus,
0: that's what we're going with. Yeah, he was in every movie from the yeah. year 1994 through 2011.
1: I keep seeing the trailers for the Ticket in Paradise, movie. Oceans He's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, 12, yeah, Ocean's yeah, 12. Okay. yeah, yeah. What he would are, he play? Um,
0: he was probably he did it every baseball player, football player, basketball player.
1: I feel like he was a baseball guy. He looks like a baseball guy to me.
0: Carlina, uh, I give you baseball.
1: Woohoo!
0: Shortstop, third base.
1: First base. First base. First base is my First guys.
0: base on the field, first base in our hearts. Aw. <laughs> let's uh, get some women involved, kind of. <laughs> hey. Uh, Channing Tatum, Chris Pratt. Okay, let's go for one. We're dancing. One of the most successful talk shows of all time. Stand-up comedian Ellen DeGeneres.
1: She's a stand-up comedian?
0: I got to stop doing a podcast with you.
1: She is not a stand-up comedian. You're lying.
0: She might be the most successful female stand-up comedian on earth of all time.
1: I am a terrible person. I thought she just had the show. No, she is
0: probably the top female stand-up comedian ever.
1: Oh, I suck.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyways, Ellen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think she played? I think she was on the dance team.
1: Ooh, that makes sense. I feel like, yeah, I can see dance or maybe like some Swimmer. Let's, let's
0: let her, let's take her swimming. She's short.
1: Swimming or softball, maybe. I Producer. feel like I could see that.
0: Tennis. tennis. Not a real see, sport.
1: I was guessing it with the wrong one. I said yeah. Clooney was a tennis player. Wait, no, I said Jason Statham was a tennis player. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres, tennis man. That makes sense. I could see her being like a preppy tennis girl.
0: Yeah, why
1: not? Yeah, I could see it. Channing Tatum.
0: All right, let's, we're going to go female. Okay. We're going to bring it home with this. This is the okay. last one. Okay, If you know who this is. Okay. Do you know who Gina Davis is? Does anyone your age know who Gina Davis let
1: me, is? Let me look up a picture. Look her up. I don't know if it's names. <sighs> um, she, looks, she looks familiar. She looks very familiar. She was
0: Beetlejuice. The, Beetlejuice. She was in the movie A League of Their Own. Uh, super talented
1: I know, I know who she is. Here's
0: the thing about Gina Davis. Okay. Do you think she was she was, now when I say she was an athlete, yeah, world class.
1: Oh geez.
0: Military grade. Oh. Archery.
1: Seriously? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's like cool. I'm talking like sharpshooter archery. <laughs> also, uh, many think she, like urban legend is she's got like a 220 IQ, but very high, like in the, yes. in the genius level IQ. So.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. Oh. Huh. I want to be a sharpshooter in archery. Sounds fun.
0: Now we're sitting here with maybe celebrity. I'm a celebrity.
1: You're the celebrity.
0: Carlina, a lot of people don't know this. Carlina played softball. Barely. For Williamston.
1: Um, don't out my school.
0: You weren't, It wasn't for the school. It was for the city.
1: You're right. It represented
0: the city. the city. But I think she missed her opportunity... As a female cage fighter. I
1: absolutely <laughs> did. She just started training. Could
0: have, could have been something.
1: Could have been. All right, could have so been amazing.
0: let's recap what we did. <clears throat> we talked a little bit about problematic racist saying. We had technical difficulties bringing in Barack Obama. We uh, made fun of me for not knowing much about TikTok lexicon. Mm. We had a little fun at the end. Do you have any parting words? Are you promoting anything upcoming?
1: Not this
0: week. This week. I got uh, upcoming shows. I'll be in Michigan and I'll be in uh, Minnesota pretty soon. I will have those dates out on the social media. Follow me on Instagram. We are now 42 followers shy of 10,000. And that number is growing. It's supposed (laughs) to be shrinking. But I keep posting (laughs) things off of this list as videos. We're going to have some trouble. But uh, check out the Leave a Review of the podcast. That's the best thing you can do for us right now. Uh, We're going to hopefully get bonus stuff on a Patreon soon. Upcoming. Not right now, but soon. (laughs) And uh, give us a review. Uh, If you have any of the sayings that we didn't say, leave that in the review. First hit five stars, obviously. they would be like, hey, (laughs) what about this? What about that? We'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, on the Brian Aldridge True Crime Political Election Conspiracy Sports Talk Podcast. We will see you next Wednesday. Say goodbye, Carlina.
1: Goodbye.